You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Final hour of Ben and Paul. Woodsy safely on his way, headed into his weekend. Got a doctor's appointment with the kids, but uh, he'll be back Monday morning at 6 a.m. And honestly, I know, uh, Paulie, you you joked that the only reason I came in today after (laughs) being sick yesterday was to interview Freddie Couples. Don't lie to me. It's fine. And I'm very glad I did. Part of it was also I didn't want to leave you alone for the last hour of this program. Thank you. After Woodsy had to go. Well, Otherwise, it would have been the Paul Solo Show uh, for the last... uh, 60 minutes, and while the Rondo Report is great, it would be a little different if you didn't have anyone to talk to during the Rondo right. Report. Right. It's not, it's not designed for me to just have the platform and just go on a diatribe for 10 minutes. Then it's, it's Rindle's headlines, right. the best 15 the best minutes 15 of radio minutes. in San Diego, where you're just throwing uh, headlines at us. Exactly. That's not what it's designed want, to be. I've gotten used to, and I like to present some topics, and yeah. uh, let's kick them around. Also, I uh, want to talk to you about BYU-San Diego State tonight. Excited uh, the, for that. The renewing of the rivalry, and of course, you are an Aztec, and Aztecs love to hate BYU. Yeah, it's a little bit different now that they're not in the Mountain West. Sure. But there's still, I mean, for for me and anybody that uh, went to San Diego State before me, I mean... The, the hatred didn't there's go away. A, there's a history there. We'll get we'll get into that for sure uh, coming up as well. But right, right now, why don't we just hit it? Let's get okay. some headlines with our Rindle Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time. So good. Uh, Benjamin, let's start off in baseball. Uh, so you missed it yesterday. We had Marlins manager Skip Schumacher on the show. Yes, super, I'm sad that I missed that interview. Super fun to catch up with Skip. Uh, you, you will get to chat with him, he said, at the uh, at the winter meeting. Okay, He's going to be here in a few weeks in San Diego. But uh, since we talked to Skip yesterday, I did see some 
notes that he's starting to build his staff there in Miami and uh, some familiar names. So John Jay is going to be joining him, I believe, as the first base coach. Rod Barajas is joining his staff, former Padres catching coach. Uh, Jody Reed will be with Skip as well as Luis Urieta. Wow. So he has put together just a scrappy group of former uh, early 2000s ballplayers to comprise the bulk of his coaching staff, it sounds like. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like, you know, they're going to have a personality and Skip's going to drive the personality of that team and... I think it's probably good. An identity for the Miami Marlins coming up next season. Put a stamp on that coaching staff. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, team struggles like the Marlins did, bringing a new manager. It's kind of a clean house. Let's start with a clean slate. And I think that gives Skip uh, a great opportunity to install his culture and everything that his philosophies and everything that he wants to do there in Miami. I know me and Woods talked about it after we, uh, after we hung up with Skip yesterday, we're going to be watching a lot of Marlins baseball next year. Well, we're certainly going to be rooting for him. I mean, I know how hard it is, and and certainly, you know, the Miami Marlins, he's, he's going into a situation where they're trying to, after Derek Jeter left, you know, what's the direction of that franchise right I, now? Well, but I, I said that after we hung up with him because I didn't even bother asking him the question, knowing what his answer, what any manager's answer would be. But, like, <clears throat> when... When a new manager takes over a struggling team like that and you walk into spring training on day one, what really is the message? What really are your goals? Is it to be competitive? Is it to get to 500? Do you have a specific number? Or is it really just the cliche of our goal is to win the World Series? Because, of course, that's everybody's goal. But realistically, is that your goal? In my heart, I would always like to think if you hire good people who are working hard and, you know, all all pushing in the same direction or pulling in the same direction – that you are going to have success. And unfortunately, in professional sports, it doesn't always work that way. There are a lot of good people who have had jobs, who have given it their all as managers and coaches, and it just didn't work out for them. I think Jace Tingler is one of those guys. Sure. I think a really good guy who was really working hard and had a good plan, had a really good attitude, but you know, for a variety of factors, some that were in his control, some that were out of his control, it just didn't work out. I hope that the the circumstances, the the magic sauce, whatever that you know that you need to be a successful baseball team. I hope Skip is able to find that sooner rather than later in Miami because uh, it takes just a little bit more than just you know being a smart guy and being a good guy. It just something else that's missing sometimes to create a good baseball team. Agreed. I think he's just uh, he's going to be well suited. I think uh, to be the manager of. The Marlins of any MLB team, I mean, he has the long-established career as a player. He learned from a guy like Tony La Russa, who had well-respected, had been around forever. And then he also had has experience with new managers and Jace Tingler, Andy Green. Like, he got to see what worked, what didn't, and then he gets to kind of put all of that together and develop his own philosophy. So, uh, excited for that. Yeah. Next up. We're going to talk a little more golf because I want to read this tweet from at Steve Sugimoto. I've heard of him. Ooh, yes. 
our former uh, Some beloved sort of, uh, golf player, right? Yeah, he's our former beloved uh, NIL sponsored athlete, and he's chasing his pro career right now. And he's been traveling to uh, Japan, and then he comes back here for a couple of weeks, and he goes back to Japan for uh, a week or two for another tournament. But he tweeted uh, earlier today: two down, two to go. This week, I played in the second stage of Japan Tour Q School. Needed to finish 34th or better to advance and placed second. Feeling good about my game going into the rest of Q School. Getting that much closer to gaining job security for next year. Hashtag Let's Ride. So huge congratulations to him. He finished uh, 17 under on the tournament. Just two strokes off the lead. Needed to finish 34th. Finished second place. Um, explain Q School, I guess, for anybody. Well, I mean, I don't really know much about the Japanese Q School, but I I certainly know uh, how difficult it is to get through. It's called school. It's really just stages of a tournament and, uh, you know, like a brutally competitive golf tournament where you've got to get through multiple levels. And at the end, the very few that are surviving at the final stage will earn their tour card for next year, whether it's for the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, or in Steve's case, uh, the the Japan Golf Tour. Um, But you have to, yeah, you can't really basically make a mistake over multiple weeks and multiple rounds. You have a bad day. You're probably in a lot of trouble, but so you got to be incredibly consistent. You be damn near flawless. Yeah, you got to be incredibly consistent. You got to finish among the the top finishers, the best of the best golfers who are absolutely grinding because it's the difference between essentially having a pro tour to play on the next year, and that usually means okay, you know, hey, I can miss a cut or two. I know I still have a tournament to enter the next week. I'll make some cuts. I'll make some money. I can keep my career going. Or if you have no status meaning you don't qualify through the Q school or some other way, then you're trying to get in with like Monday qualifiers each week. And you got, there's like two spots for 70 people just to get into the tournament and you double grinding just to try to get in. It's a much harder road. So getting through Q school would be an amazing way for Steve Sugimoto to really launch his professional career and, and have status on a tour over there in Japan for 2023. It's amazing. So I don't know when that wins. Is it to the last stage or there's four stages? So uh, yeah, two down, two to go. Yeah, so four stages. So you got two more levels to to get through to get that full full status qualification for 2023. Well, we'll be cheering him on, and uh, we'll be sure to update all the listeners on Steve's journey there. And uh, finally, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Florida man uh, consistently makes an appearance here on the Rhino Report, but I've got Florida men. Making men. an appearance today as uh, two thieves walk out of a Tampa hotel with an ATM. A hotel, like one of the ones they just put in the lobby, yeah. Like where for for guests of the hotel and you they pull out some cash. You know, yeah, most hotels, decent ones, will have an ATM somewhere in the lobby for people who need cash to like tip the valet or, or whatever they're doing while they're on vacation. They don't right. want to travel with a bunch of cash so they can right. They can withdraw some while they're there at their destination. So the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office is asking uh, the public in the area for help in identifying the two men who walked out of the hotel with an ATM machine. Uh, this happened just a couple of weeks ago and two suspects entered the Country Inn and Suites in Tampa right around 9pm and they're on camera like carrying a big ass ATM machine out of the door with them, they they dress like maintenance workers, so to make it look less oh. suspicious. 
Oh, clever. So they actually, like, it was a ruse. It looks, they, they wanted to give off the image of like we're supposed this to be is a here. faulty atm machine we've been yeah. sent here Ooh. at 9 p.m to remove it clever and we're gonna go fix it i mean b- even bolder would have been to come in like at 11 a.m and say yeah we got a work order here yeah we're supposed to replace this faulty atm machine i guess i, I so can't... did they get away with it what's going well, on, on here they're on the the run yeah I mean, now I've I've I mean I've heard and by say I you can heard, see it on my computer over here it's a pretty fairly clear I, picture now they're wearing a face mask and one's got a beanie on but I, I guess I can't speak from experience because I've never lifted an ATM machine they look heavy as hell well I mean I, I, as again I, I've heard and by that I said I've watched the episode of Breaking Bad in season one <laughs> oh God with the ATM machine. Uh, they are very, very heavy and very, very hard to break into. Even one, even once you've stolen it already, correct? Yeah, they can pop your head like a grape. Exactly. A very memorable episode. episode of Breaking Bad in the first season that helped oh. make Walter's reputation. Crackhead just tips it over yeah. on him. Oh, oh God! <laughs> He's just not screaming and screaming and yeah. screaming, and then you just hear then the woman, then the wife, and like, then silence. It over yeah, she like. She was sick of uh, oh, yeah. him yelling. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they're still on the run, but uh, I guess similar to Breaking Bad, you know, you're rooting for the bad guy. If you're rooting for these guys, kind of clever. I've always wondered how much of his, that is reality and how much of his show business when it comes to the ATMs and then the um, the die packs. Those are real. Like when like a bank robber steals and they put the money oh, in, but yeah, they throw yeah, in yeah. the exploding die pack so once it explodes the money is pretty much worthless because it's covered with orange paint or something not exactly sure on all that either if you've been if you've ever robbed a bank call us 833-288-0973 tell us how you robbed the bank which tell bank us exactly you robbed. where it was yeah give us your name and your current address and uh <laughs> you know i'm sure that uh, people would love to hear your story about your bank robbery here on ben and woods that actually would be unbelievably compelling radio would you i would listen to a podcast about people who have robbed banks before like their story why did you rob the bank how did you rob the bank i mean it's not all oceans 11 i imagine but there's probably some compelling stories around there and there's probably just some complete yahoos (laughs) who just like oh let's go rob the bank today you know would be interesting i don't know I'm not trying to glorify crime, of course. Paul. I think that's, crime you is kind of dance along that line there. Crime doesn't pay. Just remember that. All right. Thank you, Paulie. Um, all right. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the BYU-SDSU rivalry that is renewed tonight. Paulie's been a big part of it. The uh, show has gotten in trouble before oh, yeah. when BYU has come to town. And uh, this is actually the first time in a long time that the show will be there for a BYU-SDSU basketball game. So kind of an interesting matchup tonight at Viejas Arena. We'll talk about that more coming up next with Ben and Woods. Uh, first, a quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, Ben and Paul. Woodsy uh, taking off a little bit early for some family uh, doctor's appointments, but he'll be back Monday morning. I'll have to say, I get, um, other than the Padres, of course, we live and die by the Padres. Aztecs basketball games are the, are the sporting events that make me the most nervous <laughs> in San Diego. I don't really get that stressed watching like a San Diego State football game or a Gulls hockey game or anything else. But when I watch Aztecs basketball and I think this is why I like college basketball so much. The games all feel really important, especially for the Aztecs. Sure. Because they're the kind of team, they're not Duke, they're not going to just cruise into the tournament every year, but they certainly are good enough to get there and maybe do some damage once they get there. But the losses can be, we've seen like costly losses, you know, losing to a USD or something like that, come back and bite them at the end of the season you know, when it's Selection Sunday and they don't hear their name called. So all these games always feel really important, and they're always close, and it's five minutes to go, and they're up four, and you're, you're like, oh, you got to win this one, or it's going to be bad news. So San Diego State basketball games are the ones that are the most tense for me as a sports fan. Well, it's one of those things where it's similar and different from college football. Like, college basketball, you win your conference tournament, like, you're in. You're, you're guaranteed a spot in the tournament. However, there still is a selection committee, just like the college football playoffs has a selection committee. So, you know, a team of the Blue Bloods, like Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and all those schools, like, they're going to have a certain cachet with voters and with that selection committee. And San Diego State could technically win the conference tournament and get in, but if they have some quote-unquote bad losses earlier in the well, season, I, I, that could I, impact them. I love that about college basketball as well. You can you can have a struggling regular season, and you still have that opportunity at the end of the oh, conference 100%. tournament. So there's a reason to keep playing, keep getting better, even if you get off to a slow start. But the best path, of course, is to 
take care of business early, beat some good opponents, build up a resume, you know, earn yourself what should be a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. And tonight's game at Viejas Arena against BYU, 7.30 tip, to me, is actually a potential landmine for the Aztecs in this promising season. 19th ranked in the country. Here's why. I don't think BYU is is particularly good this year. They're kind of young and rebuilding. They barely beat Idaho State in their first game. But you know, San Diego State, they're going to be up for this game. And I, I see very little chance that it's going to be a laugher like, oh, yeah, San Diego State wins by 30 over right. BYU. Maybe they will, and, and, and maybe they're that good and they'll surprise me. But my guess is there's going to be some tense moments in the second half. And this is not a game you want to lose because there's a chance that when all is said and done, a loss to BYU at home is going to actually look pretty bad on your resume this year. I think the Aztecs are like nine, nine and a half point favorites in this game over BYU. So it should be a a comfortable win. But I don't know. History tells me, and the Aztecs have lost to BYU the last couple of seasons. History tells me that this will be a nervous one for Brian Dutcher's team tonight. I'm curious how much the history between those two teams, like going back 10, 15, 20 years ago, not so much the last couple of years, how how much did the current kids on the current roster, how much does that weigh into it? I know I saw um, Adam Seiko was like telling his teammates how intense it's going to be tonight. This will be the first game between BYU and SDSU in men's basketball at Viejas Arena with fans present. Since that famous game, I was there on press row, uh, Jimmer Fredette against Kawhi Leonard, like an 11 a.m. start, nationally televised on CBS back in 2011, that amazing season. Uh, Aztecs lost that game, but it was one of the most intense college basketball games oh, I've God. ever attended. You were there, right? Yeah, I've told the story uh, before, but man, it, it's the one of the most insane sporting events uh, insane atmospheres that I've ever been a part of. San Diego State and BYU were just both rolling that year. I mean, San Diego State got... It's like the, number four versus number seven. Number or four versus six, I yeah, think, crazy. on a Saturday morning. But, I mean, prior to that game even, like it could have been Colorado State coming to town. You would have had to camp out overnight just to get student tickets. And the it was the hottest ticket in town. The resale for... Just to get in the door was absurd. In fact, there were a lot of fights happening right there while people were waiting in line <laughs> because people were just selling their tickets right away for a couple hundred bucks. Um, the The game was on a Saturday morning on CBS, on the big network, and student tickets went on sale, quote-unquote sale. They gave you the tickets Friday morning. But to get a chance at getting those tickets, I got a call. We knew we were going to camp out for a day, maybe even two days. And I'll never forget it. Got a call uh, 11 a.m. noon on Tuesday. One of my friends was on campus and said, they're already starting to line up. And we're like, all right, let's go. So we spent Tuesday, all day Tuesday, all night, Wednesday, Thursday night, <laughs> Friday we got the tickets. But then as soon as people got their tickets, they walked over to the other side to the entrance. So that you could line up to get a good seat. And they started lining up to get in. And we're like, well, we didn't just wait in line for three days to get a crappy seat at the top of the arena. So we just grabbed our sleeping bags and our tents and everything. And we just walked over to that side and we camped out. And on Friday night, getting ready for the game Saturday morning, it was like 11 a.m. tip off. It poured rain. I mean, 
torrential downpour. You know how it is in San Diego Simpson when it yeah, rains. Like we it had pours. earlier this week. Yeah. Yes, it was absurd. There was little to no cover, and at that point, it had been four days. Like you knew who was in line around, you know, in front of you, who was behind you, and people were taking breaks. Like I have to go take this test, or you know, hey, I got I got to work for a couple of hours. Like all right, you're good. You can leave. Go home, take a shower, and all that. So. There was a couple hundred of us all in line, and I just remember all the guys kind of got together and just said, hey, we all know who's in what spot in line here, right? Let's let the girls go sleep in the cars or run home, and they can sleep. They don't have to sleep in the rain out here. So all the girls left, and the guys, we all like went back to our apartments, grabbed whatever alcohol we could get, and it was just a party all night long in the pouring rain. We're just getting hammered. I woke up sometime Saturday morning with my face in a puddle. And then you just wake <laughs> up and it's, you know, 7, 8 a.m. And you're like, all right, <clears throat> rally. Time to go. Time to get ready for the game. I ought to be a college age student again. That sounds <laughs> just like, like uh, it sounds like death to for, me, actually. For your for one of your favorite teams to lose such a, a, like a, a anticipated game. I mean, they lost that game, and they it was did. still, I look back on it and be like, that was such a fun, like, wild experience. I'll never forget it. And then, a couple, like, a month later to go to the tournament in Vegas in March and beat them. You so, know you got the last laugh, so it's still a good it memory. It made it all though, worth it. Even man. though they lost. Now, um, the show has been, let's say they put their toes right up to the line and sometimes cross the line <laughs> when it comes to the heckling of so BYU them, players. There's yeah. been some trouble in the past where... Uh, it's not necessarily the greatest look, uh, but they, you know, they kind of use the Mormon religion as <laughs> fodder for their their heckling. Oh yeah, the Get bike the helmets, kids in the bike helmets and the white uh, shirts. Back and the in two thousand eleven, yeah. um, Facebook was the thing, and you could like poke people on Facebook. Somebody found Jimmer's girlfriend on Facebook, and like mass tweeted or mass released her profile to all the students at San Diego State and you could go and poke Jimmer's girlfriend. They sold t shirts. I might I even still have Jimmer's one somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it was uh it was nuts, man. But um I I'll just never forget the those those nights just <laughs> hanging out with my friends, waiting in line to get into that game. Steve Fisher was the head coach at the time and you know Kawhi Leonard was on that team. Uh DJ Gay all those guys and they, like Steve Fisher would bring them out of Peterson gym where they would practice and they would come down the, like to the line and just like say what's up to They'd everybody bring donut donuts people, and yeah. coffee every morning cuz that was important to Steve Fisher he just said look at what you guys the players look at what you have created here on campus this has never happened before at this school's history look at what you've done don't take this for granted i don't know if it'll be quite that rowdy tonight but it uh, i'm expecting a pretty crazy atmosphere for the second game of the season and uh, again 7:30 tip off tonight SDSU against BYU should be a good one should be an Aztecs win but again Never going to, you know, take anything for granted when it's a rivalry game and BYU is coming to town. All right. uh, I came back today because I wanted to help you guys out. My voice is like dying, though. So when we come back, we're going to do a little best of the week. I missed it yesterday, so I'm very excited, actually, to hear this. Skip Schumacher uh, joined Woodsy and Paul yesterday, the new manager of the Miami Marlins. Good friend of the program. We're going to bring that back as our best of the week. Then some flubs. And then call it a Friday. So stay tuned for more. Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, final segment of Ben and Woods on a Friday. Before we get to our best of the week's kick Schumacher interview, anything uh, fun planned this weekend for you, Paulie? Fun, yeah. Got uh, a wedding to go to tomorrow, which I'm excited about because the last like three or four weddings that I've been to, I've been in the wedding, and it's that's a long day with photos and like I got to get this there early. The wife gets guess. there later, but now me and the wife get to go uh, and just hang out and, and celebrate. It's uh Charisma, one of our tier ones, her and Chris are getting married tomorrow. So I'm very congratulations. happy for them. Please my man Chris. pass along my congratulations as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have just been they've been loyal listeners of ours, huge Padres fans, and uh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. I know a few tier ones will be there as well. Nice. So it's going to be a good day. Very nice. What uh, you got little, going on? You're going to just recover? I hope. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep it Rest. on the DL and see if I can get healthy by Monday morning. Um, and not do too much this weekend. Yeah, my buddy Scott's in town, my uh, my farm-to-table dining buddy, so oh. hopefully we'll get a... Did he fly out too. here just for dinner? No, he's he's out here for other reasons, <laughs> but we'll probably make time for dinner, Good. Uh, at least uh, hopefully on Saturday. Uh, just some breaking news here, a little tweet from Joe Tai, San Diego's Joe Tai, owner of the Brooklyn Ooh. Nets. He said, Clara and I met with Kyrie and his family yesterday. We spent quality time to understand each other. It's clear to me that Kyrie does not have any beliefs of hate, or Jewish people, or any group. So, the rehabilitation tour, Adam Silver, Kyrie Irving, uh, Joe Tsai is underway here uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, They're clearly laying the groundwork to bring him back off suspension and get him back into the NBA here. So, that's uh, that's new this morning from the NBA. All right, we'll check traffic. We'll come back. Our best of the week. 
Woodsy and Paul with Skip Schumacher yesterday. That's next on 97.3 The Fan. And without further ado, joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is Miami Marlins are our pal Skip Schumacher. Good yeah. morning, buddy. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's our pleasure. Now, we I reached out day of, and I said I humbly accept the uh, bench coach position. I haven't heard from Kim Ng or anybody else in the organization, so I'm I'm still here. You've got my most current uh, up-to-date email, and I'm just waiting on my contract and to pack my bags, Skip. I'm ready when yeah, you we're, are. We're still going over a lot of candidates. Uh, we haven't sent out the Zoom link just yet, but okay. we'll get that to you hopefully by the end of the week. Man, you gotta walk. <laughs> you got to walk me through this because... You know, we knew, we talked to you before, we knew you had aspirations of being a manager. Uh, I think everybody that, that does your, you know, has that position of bench coach eventually wants to take that jump. And, um, you know, you made no bones about that. Were you, and I know you've, you've talked to people before and interviewed before, walk us through how this whole thing went down. Yeah, it's weird. It happened fast. Um, I was planning on playing you guys, honestly, and the Padres, and we ran into Nolan Wheeler on a short series, weekend series, and I'm at home on a Monday. I yeah. uh, did not think I was going to be taking interviews that quick and got a call from Kim and their group. Uh, asked to interview is actually in San Diego with uh, probably some other candidates, You know, maybe even in the Padres system uh, or Philly system. And, you know, went from a one-hour conversation to about a three-hour conversation. Uh, it was organic. It was natural. felt great. Um, but you never know. Um, you know, the previous interviews I took, it was I was a first base coach. And thank God I was a bench coach before I got these interviews because I needed to be in that seat to kind of learn the system, yeah. navigate the game with the manager, you know, the front office and how they think. Um, so anyway, it went about three hours. Um, asked for a second interview, met ownership, and uh, here we are. Fantastic, man. First of all, congratulations. I can't tell you how many interviews I've walked out of like, yes, nailed it. And then I, you never hear from them again. It just <laughs> Some people are great at it. And I wanted to ask you, because she remains one of the most fascinating people in baseball to me, Kim Ng, the, uh, the only female GM. How, what was that like, and, and what is she like? I've never gotten a chance to talk to her. It felt like we've known each other for 10, 15 years, honestly. Um, it was, a, again, like I said, very natural, organic conversation. Uh, we talked about the game. She's super, obviously very smart, very bright, knows the game. I've already learned some stuff from her in the week and a half that I've been manager. Um, so it's it, her whole staff. I think we're just we're trying to build a culture that's sustainable and winning year after year. And um, she had the same vision is I wanted to be in. I didn't want to be in a rebuild and she's ready to win now. So uh, it was a super encouraging conversation, but you're right. You never know when you leave these interviews because there's a lot of good baseball people around and I'd be, you know, crazy to think, Oh, it's, I, it's my turn. You know, that's yeah. not what I thought about going into the interview and it just worked out. Well, and, and I think that comes through in an interview, right? If you walk in and you're like, man, I, you know, I could do this job in my sleep. Uh, it is my turn. I've paid my dues. It probably doesn't go well for you, but I love that it was a nice organic conversation. The one thing I wanted to know, we're talking to Skip Schumacher, uh, Miami Marlins manager. Did they ask you to do or have you ever heard of like – like in a in an interview, say, all right, Skip, let me give you a couple of uh, let's dry run a couple of scenarios here and see how you would handle it. Is that a part of the process? Yeah, that's definitely part of the wow. process. Um, yeah, you know, before the last few interviews I've done, um, 
it kind of felt like, you know, because I wasn't a bench coach yet to see if I knew the game and yes. how to double switch and all that stuff. And, you know, that, that part is the easy part for me that the game stuff is like, it's so much fun, right? That's, that's the fun part. You know, the difficult part is figuring out, you know, the roster and guy, keeping guys healthy and, you know, all that stuff. So it was more of like, Hey, what did, what did you see in St. Louis and San Diego of how to keep guys on the field? And, you know, going over those scenarios and kind of going over, if you had an ideal staff, what would that look like more than the in-game stuff in this particular interview? That's fantastic stuff. I know you've got to be, and it's so fun. When we were talking about it a little bit this week, we've had two really weird off seasons in a row. This one is going to be a little bit more like drinking from a fire hose for all of us, the the guys in the media, uh, but especially you, a new manager. You've got a lot of different responsibilities, responsibilities you've never had before. I bet you cannot wait until you get to throw on that uniform and get down to spring training and start the actual work and process of being the manager of the Marlins on the field. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet the players, um, you know, figuring out my staff first and foremost, you know, going through a lot of interviews. It's funny how many, you know, people call you and all of a sudden they're qualified, right? <laughs> they're qualified. Like I could you never. To be the coach all of a sudden. Yeah. I could never do that. I would never. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, you know, you start to lose friends. I think, you know, as you get to be the manager, unfortunately, because you don't want them on your staff anymore, but um, no, it's an exciting time. Um, you know, thinking about that pitching staff is, gets me really excited sure. um, and then trying to build this, you know, a culture that I'm used to of, of a winning year in and year out type of feel. And um, so, but I, I, building those relationships with is like my most exciting part of this. I bet. I bet it is, man. And, and I loved it in your uh, your opening presser. You said the most important part of my day is winning that game today. And that's kind of the mantra that, that you know, we've been preaching here on Ben and Woods is, hey, just go one and know today. You, you don't look forward to tomorrow. Don't look behind you to yesterday. You go one and know today. And that's a really, really good day. And it seems to be your your uh, mantra as well. Uh, Skip Schumacher joins us here on Ben and Woods this morning. And uh, so, yeah, you, you mentioned your pitching staff. I mean, you have one of the best in the game. Uh, in Sandy Alcantara. He's unbelievable to watch. And you've got other guys coming up through the system as well. Here's what's in- interesting to me, though, Skip. So when you were the first base coach, when you were the bench coach even, it was kind of like, hey, you uh, you know, you GMs and assistant GMs, do whatever you do, and you're going to have to work with the players they get you. It's probably a little bit different as the manager because – well, now it's kind of your ass on the line if you don't win and you want to make sure you have the best players. What's that dynamic going to be like for you? Yeah, I think it's a, um, it's always scary when you try to also play GM as a coach or even a manager. Sure. Of course, they're going to ask you, you know, what do you think and have conversations. And this is going to be, you know, a, the most important relationship is the GM and the manager. I mean, it's got to be aligned in the message and what type of players we're looking for. And Listen, I, I would never try to do her job ever. That is not easy. Um, I learned a long time ago, even from AJ, is like, you know, we're going to give you the best players that we can. You try to get the best version out of them. Um, and that's what I'm planning on doing and trying to provide that staff for the player to get the best version out of that player. Um, for me to look on in other organizations to try to like, oh, man, I wish I had this particular player. Sure. It's not fair to the guys that we have. So um, focus on our guys. You know, whatever the GM wants to bring in, great. But um, if it's nothing, then you know we gotta you know win with the guys that we have, which I'm excited about the the roster we have. Uh, it's it's good stuff. So, well, I gotta ask this question, maybe a touch personal, but uh, how did the uh, how the missus take it? What did she think? 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's funny, you know, um, you know, last year was the first year I was away from my family. Yeah. Um, they've always been together. We've always been together either as a player or as a coach, you know, I commuted to San Diego every year, um, every day, I should say. So I was looking for that sign, like, you know, Miami could not be further away from Orange County, California. Right, literally. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, so I was looking for that sign. I was like, God, God, give me something. And I got nothing for like two weeks, just in case I got the phone call. And um, I got the phone call, would you like to be the manager of the Marlins? And my son and daughter, they jumped up. My wife was pumped up, you know, hugged each other as I'm looking at them. And that was the sign, right? And it was just like an amazing feeling. So if I saw them like chin to the chest, like gosh dang it type stuff, then I'd be like, I got to think about this. Kid. Yeah. But to see their excitement made me feel good about it and we can do this thing together. I was on the golf course when I saw the news and I was like, yes, I know a manager <laughs> in the big leagues. It was really. Well, and if you're the family, I mean, hey, Miami. Yeah, Miami. it's Miami. I mean, we're going to have a great time. Not, hey, we're moving to Minnesota. And I'm the manager. Cleveland. So, I mean, some doors are going to open and everyone needs to just relax a little bit. My wife, Hannah, would 100, I would be out there by myself in a, in a one-bedroom apartment, and I would see her after, she'd be like, I'm not, I'm not leaving here, but listen, I, I'm so happy for you, we are so happy for you, and you know, I, we want you to win every single game, unless it's against the Padres, and, and you know that, dude, you know we're going to be pulling for you, and please let us know if you're going to uh, make it down to the winter meetings, uh, press some flesh, you know you got a seat on our show uh, when you get down there, man, we're, we're so stoked for you, man, just getting to know you over the years, what a good guy you are, how hard you worked. And I know you. I know you've learned a ton of of how to do this job. And I know you've probably seen a lot of of cautionary tales as well. Of like this, you can't let this happen. You know, in in, in a clubhouse. And you learned that when you were a player too. So it's nothing new for you, man. I'm. We're just really, Dude, we really know excited. You, you got this. You have been. I mean, you had a long career with a well established yeah. veteran manager. You've helped out with new managers. Like you've kind of seen it all. It's true. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I, and I, you guys have always been the most supportive of all time. And it, I mean, I just so lucky that you've uh, been supportive of me and wherever I've been. So thank you for always doing that. Um, it's going to be hard. I mean, no doubt this is a, you know, this seat is always hot, right? Always. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but I have learned from a lot of different people and taken bits and pieces on what I would do if I ever got uh, this spot, right or wrong and stuff. Um, and, you know, again, if, when we're in San Diego, um, I will absolutely be on that show during the winter meetings. I can't wait. Cannot wait, man. Congratulations. And uh, go out there and kick some ass. I know you will. Skip Schumacher, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you, man. So great. So great. Oh, I'm so guy. excited for him. Boy, I'm going to be watching some Marlins baseball <laughs> now. That's the funny part. I will be legitimately tuned in and interested in what the uh, Miami Marlins do this year. And, of course, that was Skip Schumacher on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, now even more bummed that I missed that yesterday, but I'm glad I got the chance to uh, to replay it. There is our, our interview of the week with Skip Schumacher. Good job, uh, Woodsy and Paul. And I'm glad I will get to see Skip uh, coming to the winter meetings coming up next month here in San Diego and get a chance to see him in person. All right, uh, it is time. End of the week. Let's finish. Have some fun with some flubs. Out we go to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. 
That would tell you the first base is a place they can upgrade. First place, too. First place. First place, definitely. Uh, what is lot is common on sports radio is Quammen. Quammen? Brought to you by the Auto Club of Southern California. Get your free, free, get your free AAA full yes! picture quote. Catch Baztecs basketball in action all season. It was a but it was just a constant, constant What's nonsense. Is this the salsa? That's the salsa. I can only What's go salsa? here. Salsa. Hey, salsa. It's what you want, man. This is the fun part. This is the... Fun putt. Fun putt. Oh no! Good I mean, time. running, running like runting. a top. What is running? Is something that uh, I'm still kind of grappling my head around. What is grappling? Fill your head with doom. What and is gloom. a head? One of the we, great press conference questions. What is a ever. press conference? Uh, how's Fernando Tatis Do how how is Fernando Tatis Jr. doing? Easy for me to say. Due to a but abdomen ab, abdomen. What is it now? Abdomen problem. What he's been able to do so far, tempering uh, enthusiasm enthusiasm. Because he pushes them even further over the CBT lever, so they they can't sign what him. Is to a CBT lever. It's opening day. It's Bretton Woods fly from Happy Does in the Gas Glass Lamp three. 15. The what? 5th Avenue, the Gap Lamp. A little police investigation here in Dallas. Well, man, consequences have actions. The Lincoln Showcase offers you a private online showing with a get diet. Ooh. Take yeah. on me with his last <laughs> Long's Laster. Kill me. A uh, surprise Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald stand-up special. Who is Norm McDonald? <laughs> Do some birthday shout-outs here on Ben and, Wood, ben and Woods. He came in and, and steered the ship pretty admirably. Admirably? There it is. Good work, words. Words? words? Yes. And they will be giving them to tomorrow to the third party. First thirty-five thousand oh, fans. All right, they have the best record. The president's trophy. Trophy. The what best record. Trophy. Ah, I'm having trouble here. <laughs> and if the ball's jumping out of pet cart, pet part, petco. Bring him up. Oh God! All right, bring me up. It's fine. So <laughs> good news. It's coming up right after. What is the, good news? It's right there in Chula Vista, off the five freeway. Where is Chula Vista? Your road, road, road warrior Padres. Restrictions apply. Internet, internet. Oh. Wow. Reporting all signs. No spin. And no agendas. Go to New Nation. Go to News Nation now. You ready for this trade, Dad? Trade. I'm very flustered. Sit down at a California style blackjack table or play oh. ooh, some play some Texas Hold'em poker. Book a solar battery lead. installation. Oh. Oh. Book a solar what is battery installation. <laughs> Tatis has paid the big bucks to be our shard. Damn it. <laughs> I have done it again. I haven't heard much. The the organization, Bob Meller, Bob Melvin. Who is Bob Meller? <laughs> because Penske Lincoln's Dong Days of Summer sales event is on right now. Benny and call a public shower, public safety power shutoff. The meteorologist at SDNG. In, in, uh, uh, no, I'm in trouble, cow. too. The ump show is starting in four minutes. Stu Sher- go, Sherwater's behind the dish. Come on. The dish. And, of course, San Diego State taking on number 14, U-Haw. On e- U-Haw? <laughs> Ring it. All right, we'll play this audio for oh, you. Oh, guys. guys. Gnarly. Guys, it's gnarly. Out of St. Louis, California. First hour of Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with you uh, with us on Wednesday morning. Glad to have you with there, you. Wherever we are. And both times... Austin Nolan drove in the one run. Who is Austin Nolan? Browns, Bengals, Bravens, three two and two teams Who in that division. Ballast Point Beer, the official craft beer of the San Diego Padres, at Ballast Point in Little India. He's not thirty five. But he will be eight. before the contract is done. What is a contract? That's all, folks. All right, uh, last seconds here on this Veterans Day. I'll, I'll wrap you up with this quote. I saw uh, Eric Rupner, CEO of the Padres, just tweeted it into his timeline. Thought it was a good one. Quote, 
The true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. G.K. Hmm. Chesterton. It's a good quote, I thought, to wrap things I up like on that. this uh, Veterans Day Friday. That's it for us. Uh, Woodsy will be back Monday morning. He left a little bit early today. For executive producer Paul Rindle, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great weekend. Coach John Cantera Braden coming up next. Uh, we'll come back Monday morning at 6 a.m. right here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 